0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. BYU football wins at Boise State, snapping a four-game slide. We're talking about that, and we're also looking ahead. BYU basketball begins their season tonight inside the Marriott Center against Colby Lee and the Idaho State Bengals. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. We are your only daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Goal here, simply stated, to make you the smartest BYU fans in the room. So thank you for making some time for us. Our title sponsor on today's show is our friends over at LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs is helping you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com. That's linkedin.com locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right, my friends, uh, BYU football gets a huge win, and apologies for the lack of a postcast immediately after the game. My voice, after I recorded the Thursday edition of the show last week, did not go about, back above a whisper on Thursday, Friday, or even really Saturday until uh, Saturday evening. If I was able to do a post-game uh, recap on our my radio station, the KSL Sports Zone with Alex Keery, but then my voice is like, okay, you've had enough for one night. So I'm back to... Close to 100%. uh, My voice is back, I can tell you that much. That's a miracle in and of itself, and a big shout-out to Dusty Littster for his tip on that, but uh, it's good to be back. Apologies for the lack of shows uh, late in the week and also uh, throughout the weekend, but Uh, health uh, comes first and foremost, and when you can't really communicate in the communications field, kind of tough to do that. So uh, thank you for all of your support. But a huge win for BYU as they take down uh, Boise State. And uh, just a heads up to you guys, I've got my throat coat tea here. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm going to be drinking that probably throughout the show to make sure I can get through this. Also, um, if I cough, understand that, like I said, I'm not not necessarily back to 100% quite yet, but on our way. So, Get a swig of that. And let's talk about BYU football and their win over the Boise State Broncos. I'm going to share uh, the stats field here from ESPN.com with you guys. I'm going to throw that up. There we go. Very nice. I can take down the overlay here so you guys can see that a little clearer. And we'll actually maximize it so you can see that a little uh, clearer on your end. But BYU football gets the win 31-28 to 28 over the Boise State Broncos. And massive win. Uh, uh, and I, I massive is a relative term let's be very clear about that because BYU is now just 5-5 five and five on the year they have all but assured themselves of bowl eligibility because we are all giving them a win against Utah Tech after the bye week this week uh, should get them to 6-5 and five and they should have a chance to go to Stanford on Thanksgiving weekend finals regular season weekend of the season with a chance to maybe make it 7-5 and five, which would be an absolutely incredible run considering having lost 4 straight in October to run the month of November perfect be kind of a funny and ironic uh, way to end things. But the biggest thing is for BYU is we're looking right now at an opportunity for them to really make a statement that, hey, maybe we weren't quite as bad as we were in the month of October. I saw a lot of positive things coming out of this game for BYU, particularly I thought the BYU defense did a very, very good job. This number right here, uh, you probably can see this if you've watched this on YouTube, but B, uh, BYU limited Boise State to 30 carries, 104 total yards on the ground. It's an average of 3.5 3. yards per carry. Now, that's a, that's a great number because BYU, they've been given up, 250, 300 yards rushing in some of these losses. And I, I've, I do have a question about why uh, Dirk Cutter, the Boise State offensive coordinator, decided to come into this game and start throwing the ball all over the yard. That's what he really seemed to be intent on doing. And Taylor Green had a good game, 17-23, to 23, 220 yards, two touchdowns. It's not bad numbers, but uh, the thing is, Teams that have beaten BYU have controlled the time of possession, have controlled the line of scrimmage, and they did it with the ground game, but Boise State seemingly abandoned it. Way too early, it felt like in many ways, but BYU found a way to get their offense humming against one of the best defenses in the country. Boise State, by most metrics, is a top 10 defense across the board. Number one in pass defense. What does BYU do? They shred it for 377 yards. Look at that. Jaron Hall, 29-42, 377 yards. The three touchdowns coming in the second half. The two interceptions, obviously not great, but what a marvelous passing performance. Hold on. Now, when it comes uh, to uh, what's going on with uh, Jaron Hall, is he had maybe one of his best games in a BYU uniform. As you see, he also led BYU with 12 carries, 82 yards rushing. His feet were absolutely incredible. He had that long run of 48, uh, carving up right up the middle of the field. And there were times that Boise State had no answer for him. And they also had no answer for Pukunakua. Pukunakua, 14 receptions, 157 yards. What a marvelous performance for Pukunakua. And the catch... It's one of the top five, three, maybe the top catch in BYU football history that won the game for BYU. What a marvelous, marvelous play. Now, obviously, the replay review, they called it a touchdown on the field because it's just a crazy, crazy catch. I'm not sure the, <coughs> excuse me, I'm not sure the official uh, fully was uh, c- comprehending what had just happened on the play. But Puka hauls that in, gets called a touchdown on the field. They review it, and they had no indisputable evidence that he did not get a foot down. And we have the picture after the fact, I think from BYU Photo, showing definitively there's possession of the ball, and he's got a toe just a centimeter uh, on the ground. Absolutely incredible, incredible effort by one of the best receivers in BYU football history. And we're going to get to some of your comments here in a minute. This is essentially your postcast edition of this show. Uh, we're going to get to that. But then also some other guys showed up, and that was the fun part about this. Hinkley Ropati, as you see right here, three receptions, 82 yards, had that one 48-yard uh, touchdown for BYU. What a marvelous play that was. And that, That's the thing about this, is guys showed up in different spots for BYU in this game. And you needed them to because a lot of bodies were injured for BYU. A lot of BYU was beat, beat up. Guys like Gunnar Romney unable to play in this game. Uh, there was offensive line issues. Kingsley Suamata'ia unavailable. Uh, Campbell Barrington, uh, he has a hand injury. I think is going to end his season potentially. So there there's just a lot going on with BYU. And on the defense, they weren't 100%. The linebacking core has been, frankly, decimated uh, it to, to a large degree just with injuries right now. Got some defensive linemen back, some of them playing on pitch counts, guys like Gabe Summers and Lorenzo Falatea, but they needed guys to step up in multiple instances, and that's exactly what they got. You needed that from this BYU squad. BYU needed a bounce-back win. That's exactly what they got in this game, and that's that uh, showed me that BYU, they still got some fight to them. That's the thing about this. This is a squad that is not, uh, has not mailed in the season. They very easily could have. They very easily could have said, you know what? It's been fun. Uh, we 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 tried some things, but you know what? We're, we're done with this. But th- that's the thing about this they they never yielded. They just kept battling. Uh, on the defensive side of the football, Keenan Peely and Ben Bywater led the way with six tackles apiece. Tyler Batty had one of his better performances in BYU uniform. Statistics wise, five total tackles had that fumble recovery after Keenan Peely strip sacked uh, Taylon Green uh, in the second half of that game. There were no excuse me. That was in the second half. That was the end of the first half. But really 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 good performances for multiple guys when you needed them to step up in multiple instances. And that's that's the mark of a team that refuses to give in. And I, I really really liked what I saw from these guys in this matchup. Now, is BYU gonna get back to a national ranking anytime soon? No, they're five and five. Uh that 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 ship sailed three, four weeks ago, but the, the thing is BYU is showing some fight, and they're showing some backbone and some resolve and the ability to say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go out, and we're going to prove to everybody that we still can play football. We are beat up. We're, we're dealing with multiple issues. Uh, there's likely coaching changes coming in the offseason. Uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, turmoil with BYU, at least there was, and there, I'm sure there still is some, even with the win. For BYU in this game, but what they did is they went out and proved to everybody that hey, we can still uh, play ball and we can still get things done. And I, I that's the one thing about this is with BYU, I was very impressed is that they did not uh, show up to Boise saying you know what we don't win here traditionally. It's a place that we've always kind of struggled at. We're we 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 just we don't we don't have a chance in this. No, they they walked in like they owned the place and said you know what we can win this game. And they went out and did it. And did it take some. Crazy plays and a darn near miracle on fourth down to throw a fade, which, by the way, great catch. I still hate throwing the end zone fade. Honestly, I, I banned the end zone fade uh, from the BYU playbook, ban it from college football. I just don't necessarily love that play in that instance, but it worked out this time. So hats off to Pukunakua, hats off to BYU on the win. That, that That's a big time for them to get that victory. But now uh, you have a bye week to get yourself a little bit healthy. Had Had this bye week come, you know, three, four weeks ago when it's, typically supposed to come supposed to have a bye week, like kind of a mid-season uh, point for, for a football program. Maybe things look a little different for BYU, but the biggest thing right now is they have a week now to recuperate, and they could end up, in theory right now, if they play this same way, at least through this uh, final stanza of the season, 7-5 is not out of the realm of possibility, folks. Uh, I, I really think that they could make that type of a run here, but... Obviously, they're going to have to remember the the, the standard, the level that they played at against uh, Boise State and do that because it felt like after the Baylor win, they had a drop-off, and guess what that caused? It caused uneven performances, ultimately a four-game losing streak, and they finally rediscovered rediscovered some of that uh, magic in this game against Boise State. They cannot afford to lose that magic once again. Do do you you expect maybe a little bit of a fall-off because of Utah Tech? Uh, Maybe to a degree because Utah Tech is an FCS program, but you still got to play ball. You still got to go out there and handle your business. And that's, that's the thing about this. Stanford, they're not going to be thinking, you know what? BYU sh- deserves this. No, that's not, it's not a meritocracy. It, it, there's, no, there's no moral victories or losses in college football. You either win or you lose. Plain and simple. That's just how things go in this sport. But I think BYU, they're trending the right way right now. At least through this game. And they needed to win in the worst possible way. It didn't matter how it came. I talked about that against ECU. BYU just needed to win. They needed a W to put it into that win column. And they didn't come against ECU because they faltered down the stretch. This game against Boise State, I think they learned from ECU and said, "Okay, we got to play a full four quarters. We played about three and a half last week against ECU and ultimately paid the price in that one. we got to go out there and play all six. Sixty minutes of this game. That's what they did against Boise State. They hung with it the entire game, defense, offense, and special teams. Did they have their issues? Absolutely. But the thing is, BYU competed as a team more cohesively, more, uh, how do you say it, Uh, more of a a collective effort in this game than we've seen in many, many weeks. And that that was very, very fun to see and very, very impressive uh, from the Cougars. Now, uh, when it comes to your guys' comments, we're going to get to those here in just a moment. First, though, we need to get a word in on our friends over at LinkedIn. Let me pull that up here. I got to get off of the overlay here with Boise State. I think I'd be a little more... good with things going on in technology with this, but apparently I'm not. But our good friends over at LinkedIn, every, these days, every new every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs is helping find the right people for your team faster and for free. The best part is LinkedIn Jobs is allowing you to post your job for free and then you can put the uh, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, which helps spread the word that you are hiring. They feature simple tools like screening questions, making it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses are rating LinkedIn jobs number one and delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. The best part is LinkedIn jobs is helping you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's once again LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post that job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Also brought to you today by our friends over at UCCU. Absolutely love this company. I've been banking with them my entire life. I I can speak directly to what UCCU is doing for our listeners. They're offering right now a 15-month savings certificate with an incredibly high APY of 4.00%. The best part is you can jump up to an even higher rate of return anytime during the life of your certificate. That's the best part about this. Uh, We all know the interest rates and everything. Uh, Inflation are both on the rise and we've all noticed that. The best part is if you want to build your savings at this time with those raising rates That's what these savings certificates are doing from UCCU. Savings accounts typically come with unlimited deposits and withdrawals, but a savings certificate, you make just one deposit, then let your money grow and grow and grow with a fixed rate of return that's much higher than the standard savings account. The best part is once again, you can kick it up one time if those rates continue to climb during the life of that savings certificate. It's absolutely incredible, my friends. You can start a savings certificate uh, for as low as $500, making this an awesome opportunity for every type of saver, both big or small. So check it out, my friends, right now. Open a UCCU savings certificate. You can do it online, over the phone, or just stop by any UCCU branch. But remember, this offer is only for a limited time. Visit uccu.com to learn more. Get that savings certificate started today. It's a A-B-Y of 4.00%, 15 months. Visit uccu.com to learn more to get started right away today. That's UCCU. Love where you bank. All right, uh, time now for you guys to have your say on all things uh, Boise State. We're going to get that here momentarily for you guys. But the biggest thing uh, for BYU, not for BYU, for you as a sports fan out there, uh, let me be very clear about this, is that you guys need to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. It's absolutely marvelous. I listen to it every morning on my way into my radio job because it catches me up on some of the stories that I may have missed the night before. And trust me, I try and stay on top of everything when it comes to the sports world. But even for a guy like me that I'm literally paid to read and write and talk about this every single day. I, I just can't stay on top of it sometimes. That's where Locked On Sports Today comes in, and you guys can check that out free and available wherever you get your podcast. Alright, just pulled this up here. It is the mentions here on Locked On Cougars on Twitter. Threw it out on social media after the game against Boise State for our postcast. It is your time to shine here as we talk about your guys' reaction to the game. Daniel Haslam, this team has heart. What a game. I completely agree, Daniel. It was really good. Uh, Blair Red, Pula, I think he meant Puka obviously, is the most talented wide receiver who's ever played at BYU. Now, uh, some guys like, you know, Austin Colley, Todd Watkins, Eric Drage, uh, Glenn Kozlowski. These guys would have an argument uh, in that conversation, but Puka... Man for man, he's right up there. Uh, Landon Sorensen has spent 84 years acting like you hadn't won in a minute. And it's true, they hadn't won in a minute. Uh, Nick Chadwick, if I see Katoa one more time on fourth and short, I'm going to give up my fandom. Rapati was fun to watch, run with tenacity. And let's talk about Hinkley Rapati for one minute here. Uh, a lot of you out there, I'm probably going to see it here at some point in here, uh, saying that uh, Hinckley, why is not he been playing more? Uh, I, I don't know the answer to that. I know that when he showed up from his junior college, Cerritos Junior College is where he was playing before he got to BYU. The first week he got to BYU, as a junior college transfer, he tore his ACL. It took him some time to recuperate from that. His first touch against Notre Dame this year, BYU gave him a shot, put him in that game. He fumbled it. And when you fumble on your very first touch of a game, Coaches aren't going to take to that kindly, and that's probably uh, been a a reason why he's been uh, not as trustworthy as other guys, but he got his opportunity in this game, and he made the most of it. Those screen plays, the screen design from Aaron Roderick, and obviously the execution has to go with it, was absolutely masterful. It was really, really good to see. Uh, Bay Cougar fan says, Kuka saved our bacon again. He did save BYU's bacon because... That ability to haul in that football, being interfered with, uh, initially having it essentially be uh, broken up, and then f- still having the determination, the concentration to stay with it and catch that ball. Absolutely incredible. Uh, Andrew, UT NBA fan says, Kalani has the D playing better. Still not great, but miles better. Super proud this team responded with grit. I would agree. BYU, the defense... It's seeing you're seeing the Kalani Sitake effect on BYU's defense right now. Is it is it a perfect defense? Absolutely not. They they struggled in this game. They 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 nearly lost it, but. They made plays when they needed to. And that, that's the impressive part. They this was not the defenses that we've seen earlier on the season. It's a defense that's starting to show some things. Corey Post, BYU finally contained the run. They did. 3.5 yards per carry is absolutely incredible. Jason Gifford, assignment defense is way better with edge contain. I would agree. The contain element for BYU's defense, I'm planning on going back to rewatch this game, get you some uh thoughts on that on tomorrow's podcast. But the the contain just live was much, much better. BYU was not over-pursuing as much. They were staying in their lanes, uh, staying on the outside, keeping that leverage where they could really uh, attack guys, trying to bounce it to the outside. It was a much-improved product in that regard. David Hatch, I'm glad for the win. Team finally played with heart the whole game. Even if they had lost, I felt like they really put in everything they had. I hope the BYU week gives everybody some much-needed rest. They do need that rest. There's 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 no if, and, or but about it. Really, really good to see. Uh, Q here, disbelief. Uh, I can understand that because that catch, it it was... What a catch. What a play. What a, what a game for BYU. What a win. Uh, Dodger BYU fan. BYU's running back screen with the eye emoji. I, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it. It was. It was a very, very good screen. And the best part is BYU's offensive line had one of their better performances in months for BYU in this game. Is the, has it lived up to its expectations? No. The the offensive line, frankly, I think Clark Barrington, when I have him on the show this week, I'm 100% certain on when that's going to happen. I think he would agree with you that the offensive line has not necessarily lived up to the hype and the expectations for them, but the biggest thing is BYU had one of the better performances across the board as a team, and that's what you needed in a game like this. Uh, JT Lamro could tell BYU really wanted that win. So many things went against them, including themselves, but they dug deep and took the W. Clearly lots of things to improve on, but winning does make everything better. I've learned not to take any win for granted because it's hard to win. It's actually a very, very good... Uh, Point from JT Lamro. winning football games is not easy, my friends. We may have uh, we may have been thinking that oh they they can do this in their sleep, but really they can't. That's the thing about this is BYU has done a really good job. Uh, Mojo said I sent it in via DM, but Puka is him. Uh, I agree with you, uh, Mojo. We'll get I'll get to your, his DM here in a minute. Uh, President Corinne Arnold just incredibly proud of the team. The last two weeks the team finally looks like they have fight and are improving. The defense and offense both played well enough to win. 38-28 in my book. Obviously, uh, he thought the touchdown from Heaney right before the end of the first half should have counted. Sorry, uh... uh you're hearing these uh, pauses, I'm muting while I'm um, coughing so I don't m- m- gross you guys out uh, either watching and or listening to this. But uh, let's talk about that the Lopini Katoa deal with that touchdown. Uh, the fact that they do not have a, a, a sc- uh, camera on the goal line in every college football game at this point, it's abysmal. Uh, FS2 should be ashamed of themselves because I think that he was in Uh, watching the replays the the angles that I was able to see it looked like he was in but they just did not apparently have the angles to overturn it now obviously I I have my own druthers with that officiating crew and them being like oh what's the call Uh, 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 no good It it was spotted here There was no, like, you guys, your job as a line judge is to look right down that line and determine where that ball was spotted the second a knee is touching the ground. Now, I will also give officials credit because they do a far better job than I think we've given them credit for, but in that circumstance, you cannot be as nonchalant and, oh, what'd you think? You can't have that. You've got to be definitive in those moments because those are critical game-defying moments uh, for defining, excuse me, game-defying, Defying, game-defying, now, you now, game-defining moments. You cannot afford to have uh, circumstances like that where you're left wondering. Well, what's the call going to be like? You, you can't have that. So that's the thing about this is it was a really, really good win for BYU. Uh, Casey Finlinson enjoyed the W feels good to be on the, to win on that horrible blue turf. Puka is just next level and next year we'll be playing on Sundays. Rapati did some good things as well. Defense did what, did what it had to do to get a win. Is there work still to be done? Absolutely. Uh, yes. But thank goodness for a bye week. And they do need that bye week. There's no doubt about that. Alex Beach. The team showed a lot of heart overcoming a couple of mistakes. Glad they pulled out the win. Scroll up here. We'll get through some more of these comments here uh, before we move along here. Uh, let's see. BYU Fortray a playoff bogey. The defense finally put together a good game. Think if Kaline was running it all season long. Jaron Hall is finally healthy. How does the season go if Jaron isn't injured going into the Notre Dame game? And WTF, hasn't Rapati gotten more carries? He's clearly the best running back. Now, uh, I'll say this, BYU Fortray. I don't think Rapati is the best running back BYU's got. Uh, uh, if he was, I think the coaches would have clearly been playing him all along. But in that circumstance, in this game, he was a huge, huge help. And that was really, really good to see. He also finished this off saying, is the defensive line finally getting healthy? I think they're getting there. They're not necessarily 100% yet, but they're on their way. Puka is just the goat at wide receiver, speaking of the greatest of all time. And then really appreciate BYU's fight this season. They've been through a lot and kept pushing. I really wish we could be more supportive. I really wish we could have been more supportive during the losing streak. Let me, add, let me just say this. Uh, it's, it's fan is short for fanatic you know what? When your team's not winning, nobody's happy. The players aren't happy. Coaches aren't happy. Administrators aren't happy. Spouses aren't happy. Family's not happy. Fans aren't happy. It, you can be more supportive, sure, but let's also understand it's human nature. That's the thing about this is you, you, you can't necessarily just say, well, we should have been more supportive. Okay, You can say that it's hindsight and that that's really easy to say now, but it doesn't actually work to me in, in the real world. And it's just, it, it's called being a fan. So uh, that's the thing about this. So thank you for all of your support. Uh, I guess we'll give one more here to Cannon Fox. I am so happy with what I saw with BYU on Saturday. This is the quote, stuff em defense I saw in person versus Baylor. We stopped the run. Our corners and safeties played great. Only 324 total yards for Boise improvement. Our offense was able to keep up with Boise and Rapati. Who knew? Uh, honestly, I don't think necessarily anybody knew what Hinkley probably would be able to bring to the table for BYU, but still really, really good to see for him and an opportunity for him to shine. You can't take that away from that young man. It was really, really good to see. All right, so uh, that is our, I guess, our postcast edition of the podcast. We're going to talk some BYU hoops. Uh, they open the season tonight against Idaho State. It snuck up on all of us. I, I will admit, it's crazy to think it's here tonight, but the open of the college hoop season is tonight at the Marriott Center. Get you some notes on what to expect from Idaho State, also what to expect from BYU basketball. We'll get to all of that here momentarily. First, though, a word on our friends over at Online. They are your number one source for betting football. Football and the start of the new basketball season across uh, both the college and uh, basketball, both college basketball and college football, as well as the NFL and the NBA. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always. BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. For example, tonight, BYU, according to our friends at BetOnline, is a 21-point favorite over the Idaho State Bengals. They're expecting them to absolutely pound Idaho State, but... You want to take advantage of that? Visit our friends at Bet Online. It is the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Always appreciate you guys checking out the show. Hold on for a second. Told you that the cough was going to pop up at some point here in the podcast. It's been a it's been an interesting podcast. Let's just put it that way. So apologies, and thank you for bearing with us. Voice it sounds, trust me, infinitely better. It's not a hundred percent quite yet, but thank you for sticking with me uh, during this uh, this this show. It, it, it was a bit of an adventure. Like I'm not sure I was going to be able to get through it, but we're nearly there. So let's talk a little BYU basketball now. Now, the Cougars are in action tonight at the Merritt Center. It's Monday night, a family home evening, if you will, at the Merritt Center. Take your family and friends and get out and support the Cougars. They open the season against the Idaho State Bengals. And outside of one former player coming back with Idaho State in Kobe Lee, who is playing, uh, what is, I guess, he's saying it might be his senior year, but he has two years of eligibility remaining somehow. I He went and worked for a year for uh, Murdoch and Linden, the the Murdoch Auto team over there. I don't know how he has two years of eligibility, but I don't even try to argue with how eligibility is working these days with COVID and all that stuff. So uh, the biggest thing about this is uh, Colby Lee comes back to BYU with Idaho State. Outside of Colby Lee, there's really nothing about Idaho State that is noteworthy to me in this game. And it's nothing against the Bengals. Let me be very frank about it. It's nothing against Idaho State. They are just a team. They've been picked to be Dead last in the Big Sky Conference. Dead last. Like, Ken Pomeroy thinks BYU is going to absolutely demolish them. He thinks BYU is 26 points better uh, than uh, Idaho State. Like, he thinks BYU just absolutely rolls Idaho State. This is a good opening game for BYU basketball because you have a huge game coming up on Friday against San Diego State. That's one of the ones that's going to define your season for BYU. And this is a BYU squad that. We've seen them in, uh, they had their blue and white exhibition. We saw them in the exhibition uh, game against Ottawa out of Arizona, pile up 109 points. Very, very impressive stuff. But the biggest thing for BYU in a game like tonight is when it really matters, when the the lights really come on. This is for an actual uh, 1-0 and record. This is you, you guys trying to show what you can do as you get ready for a huge matchup later this week. What can you show out there that will be sustainable the rest of the year? I know that's only one game. It's a very small sample size. But I'm looking forward to seeing BYU hopefully shooting the ball at a very efficient clip. And so far this year, BYU's been pretty good at shooting, uh, both from three and from the field overall. But you want to see that number remain relatively high throughout the year. I really feel like BYU's fortunes, as most teams' fortunes uh, throughout a college basketball season, will lie with how they shoot the basketball, especially on this BYU squad with how Mark Pope likes to run his offense. They live and die by the three. That's just how Mark Pope likes to run things. They're going to run actions. They're going to free up guys to have corner threes top of the uh, above the break, uh, top of the key type threes. If you can hit those at a consistent clip, we're talking around 35, 36, 37% as a team, BYU could have a pretty good year. You get to 40%, you might have it a very elite year if you're BYU. But the biggest thing is you've got to have guys hitting consistently. And the 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 way the, this roster can, is constructed for BYU, I actually am, am feeling like b y u they could make some noise this year. I'm not necessarily saying that they will. they I'm not saying this is the year they're going to knock off Gonzaga in their final year in the West coast conference West Coast conference. Oh, or maybe not, considering the West Coast conference apparently is talking to the big twelve. But the biggest thing is, This BYU team, they they fell to a disappointing fifth place finish last year. They know that they fell way below their expectations a year ago, and their shooting really did them in. Their lack of athleticism and length also affected them. So they went about that in the in the transfer portal, uh, trying to address those things. And I think they've done a decent job with it. I'm a big fan of what a guy like Noah Waterman can bring to the BYU lineup. Six foot ten, the ability to shoot it from three. You can't teach that type of size and that ability to shoot with that type of a frame. Can he be a consistent option for BYU? Jackson Robinson, I am about as big of a fan of this former four star talent as anybody. He has the tools as a six foot seven guy who can shoot the three at a pretty high clip to be a future superstar for BYU basketball if he reaches that potential. Well, it starts tonight. And that, that's the big thing about this is you've got to go out and prove it. Now, BYU is going to be uh, looking to go, obviously go 1-0. I think that they will relatively easily here. But uh, there's going to be some shaky moments in a game like this because the nerves are there. Like, you've gone through the exhibitions, and the, there are some nerves with those, but you know that those games don't necessarily quote-unquote count, so you can play a little more fast and loose and say, you know what, the repercussions aren't going to be as severe. Now, tonight... This is where it counts. You lose a game like tonight, that's going to be an absolute anchor around your neck when it comes to the NCAA Tournament Selection Show uh, come early March uh, next year. That You can't lose games like this. I think BYU rolls in this one. I think it shouldn't be necessarily close, but go handle your business. Dispatch Idaho State, say what up to Colby Lee. Hopefully, he scores like 10 points and has four rebounds and gets the wave to the crowd and to his family. They're probably going to be in attendance. And you, you send them off and say, you wish him well. But you go out and handle your business. Now, then you turn your attention to an absolutely mammoth uh, showdown with Idaho, not Idaho State, with San Diego State later this week. It's going to be a big one on Friday night. And we'll be uh, looking forward to that one all week long uh, with BYU football on a bye. It's going to be a little bit interesting of a week. So we're going to push things back a little bit. I'm going to do a film review at some point this week, uh, pending when Clark Barrington can come on the show. We'll get that for you guys as well. It's going to be a fun week all the same. No BYU football this weekend, but we'll still have plenty of football coverage. And obviously, with BYU basketball kicking things off, we'll have plenty of that coverage as well. That's going to do it for me. Voice held out pretty good. I thought all things considered. So thank you for your support of the podcast. As always, it's good to be back. Hope you guys are all doing well. Make your second listen. Now our friends over the locked on big 12 podcast, get it free and available wherever you get your podcast. Also on YouTube, just like this show. And until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day. This has been the locked on Cougars podcast. See ya. The NCAA tournament is almost here